of het gele boekje. In de buurt van de Reewijkse Plassen ten noorden van Gouda is een dijk doorgebroken. Een aantal weilanden staat onder water. Boeren en veiligheidsdiensten zijn bezig vee in veiligheid te brengen. De oorzaak van die dijkbreuk bij Reewijk is niet bekend. Het weer aan de kust wat regen. Vanmiddag kans op felle onweersbuien. Verder ook zon en het wordt 20 tot 24 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Van een telefoonhoesje uit China. Een portemonnee uit de USA tot een vest uit het Verenigd Koninkrijk. Voor alle online aankopen die u buiten de EU doet... gelden mogelijk extra kosten. Zoals invoerrechten, btw. Zo betaalt u vanaf 1 juli ook btw bij aankopen onder de 22 euro. Laat u niet verrassen door onverwachte kosten. En check douane.nl slash internetaankopen. Ten noorden van Gouda is een dijk doorgebroken. Een aantal Nederlanders staan onder water. Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Russell every morning from 6 to 10 a.m. It's summer and the holiday activities are here again. Southern Wells and will be organizing fun and pleasant activities for all residents. Summer is the time to take a vacation, to relax, and to do fun things with family, friends, and neighbors. For more information, visit www.swazoom.nl or our Facebook and Instagram pages. Voice of Niger is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Niger. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06-846-06-550. That's 06-846-06-550. Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise.
Good morning, good morning, everyone out there. This is Radio Voice of Niger coming to you on the airwaves of Radio Razo. I'm Apostle Larry Dokeno. I'm here to this morning with Apostle Hello Rose Dokeno. Good morning, all our fans. Good morning to you. We are transmitting this on 103.8 meter megahertz meter and 105.2 megahertz cable on your popular radio Voice of Niger show. Well, you heard a lot, heard it loud and clear. And so, as usual, we'll be treating you to some gospel music. And afterwards, we'll tell you what more is to come. The surprise is a secret for now. <laughs> we trust that you had a fantastic weekend and that you and your household, uh, you're doing well. If that is the case, we thank God. As is customary, we would like to say a word of prayer before we, uh, just to kick off everything. Shall we pray? And Father God, we bless your name. Thank you for another day. The gift of life. Thank you for soundness of mind, health, and all the many other things you have done for us. And you continue to do. We thank you on behalf of every home that is tuning right now, every person tuning right now. On behalf of our city, our nation, we thank you. We just want to bless you for, for your love for us. This morning and this week, we pray that you will go ahead of us. Order our steps. Cause us to walk in your ways. And the light of your counsel in the name of Jesus. Keep us from all evil and lead us not to temptation. Because of your power. Because of your goodness. Blessed be your name, O oh God. Thank you for how you've kept us. And how you have been good unto us. Touch this program and use it for your glory. Even as you will, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise this hour. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen.
can just flow with us. Worship. Worship and give thanks to God this morning. We're giving you the chance to see another day, another week. Blessing for yourself, for your household, and all your loved ones.
myself to present to you the song of today. This is the 46th Psalm of the Bible for the sons of Korah. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will we not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. There is a river, the stream whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. The hidden rich, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come and behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he has made in the earth. He maketh war cease in the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. Be exalted among the heathen and I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Amen and amen.
you have been blessed. So stand by, we'll be getting, bringing to you the word of the Lord in about five or so minutes. In the meantime, let the song bless your soul, bless your soul, and stay you up, stir up your love for God, praise and glorify Him.
morning, I'm sure you are very conversant with uh, that uh, signature tune. It's about the miracles of Jesus. My name is Apostle Helen Rudolph, and we're coming to you on the waves of Radio Voice of Niger. This is early morning. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and we bless you for a new day that you have given unto us again. Thank you for all my listeners. Thank you, God Almighty, for everyone who have tuned in. We ask, O God, that through the cable lines that you perform your miracles, you heal the sick, you, O God, draw men and women closer unto you. May our day be blessed, Lord, because you have brought us into it. We thank you and we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. And let all this says say a big amen. Well, those of you who are watching us through the Facebook, we thank you and we welcome you and we ask that you just stick, stick and the glue to your uh, whatever, the device you are using, make contact with others, call them, because this topic I think is very interesting. My topic today is on causes and effects and i just have about 15 minutes to deliver you know we have been always we have always been hearing of blessing 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 i mean that we, we some of us are even losing the meaning of blessing so people rush to god just because they want to be blessed people go to people because they want to be blessed people hang up even with people who do not know them because they want to be blessed so everybody just want blessing everybody want something good and there is nothing wrong in that at all but you know we have blessing and we also have curses and most of the time what we are doing are not provoking blessing what we are doing in a in a in a daily routine provokes Cases. And that is the reason why many seem to be having negative more than the process. But God is very interested in blessing us. Say, I hear you. God is interested in blessing us. God wants us to manifest his blessings so that the whole world will know that indeed there is God somewhere. More especially in a time like this when people are becoming too critical about the existence of God. God wants that those who are called by his name will manifest in his blessings. But what do we see? We see that those who are called by the name of the Lord are manifesting cases more than blessing. Where commit the sicknesses? Where commit all the tragedies, the tragedies that we are having in life? Where commit them all? Have you sat down to ask yourself, where commit all of these things? Do you think that it is God who gave it to us? The Bible says every good thing and perfect thing comes from God and God alone. God is always a good God, but the devil is always a bad devil that is always rechanting, looking for a way to afflict us immediately we trip off. That's the reason why you must not do anything to trip off. You must watch your steps as you walk with God because a little tripping off brings us into a curse, not a blessing. Now, blessing is an effect and curses are also effect. So when you do what is right before the Lord, you are moved to the positive. That's when you begin to get blessings upon blessings. And when you do what is wrong, you are going to provoke God by the things you have done deliberately. Those things exposes you to curses. Now let's take some biblical, uh, 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 let's take some verses in the Bible and then you can understand what I really mean. It is a curse 
And blessing is an effect, and curse is also an effect. So you choose the one you want. So in a day, as we make our choices every day, we are choosing what we want. And even if you refuse not to choose, you've also chosen. The Bible tells us in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, from verse 26 to 28, I read. He said, Behold, I sent before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if ye obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse if ye will obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which you have not known. So you choose a blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord, you respect God's principles, you respect God's orderliness, you respect everything that God has asked you to respect. You you choose for blessing. Sometimes it may not be very easy, but choose for that anyway. And if you also disobey God's commandment and he said you turn aside to do your own things the way you want them by choosing other gods which you have not yet known. So sometimes we go about choosing other gods which we have not yet known. That's why we always ask people he said come and escort me to this place because you have not yet known that God Come and take me. Or a sister or a brother who see you going through difficulties comes to you and say, you know what? Come and I will take you to somewhere where you will do something to catch up a man. Where you will do something to tie that woman down. Where you will do something, you know, to turn the eyes of your man the way he wants so that he doesn't look at any other woman. Come, I'll give you, I'll take you to a malam. I'll take you to a, 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 a suicide. I'll take you to, 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 to where they will read your palms and they will read all of those things. You've not known them. That's why somebody's taking you there. And God is saying that if you go about going to visit if you go about visiting other gods that you do not know, other gods that he did not introduce to you, oh my God. He said, when you go about visiting them, what you are doing is that you are opening your door to incur what? The wrath of God. And you are opening your door to make a clear decision that you want to curse and not a blessing. Now, let's take another scripture from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, 19 and 20, verses 19 and 20 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore, choose life and both thou and thy seed may live. Moses was telling the people of Israel, he said, I have called heaven and earth before you, I have walked with God, and I know what God wants. I have called heaven and earth before you, please, I'm certain blessing and a curse, but I have known blessing enough that I want you to choose blessing that it may be well with you and your household. He said, choose, choose blessing that you and your seed may live. So the decision a father or a mother makes will affect the seed. It will affect the children that that person produces. So if you choose for God, your children will automatically begin to love God, even from childhood. And if you choose for, for, for a strange God, idolatry, you know, your children will begin to detest God's presence. They wouldn't want to be in God's presence. If you choose for that, which does not promote God, your children will not like to be in God's presence. This is the reason why on Sundays, people sit at home because they've not chosen for God. People sit to God 
they begin to go and play football when they're supposed to go to God first and thank Him for being alive. People choose to go and watch movies. When they're supposed to go to church and worship and thank God for being alive, the things you are going to look at the at the at the, at the film show and, and and the things you are going to play are those things are they the things that gave you life? Haven't you seen popular popular footballers dying? Have you haven't you seen popular popular people who grew to stardom dying abruptly? Haven't you seen? I mean, why would you go about worshiping things that cannot give you life? Only God can give you life. And that's why he wants us to worship himself and himself alone because he's a jealous God. At least if there's no other reason why you got to worship him, for the fact that God has spared you, has given you another life to live, given you another day to see. Look at COVID-19, how it has crept so many people. And you are still living. Is that not enough to say thank you? Is that not enough to say, I want to worship and I want to serve God and God alone? Somebody who is out there, I've said God is saying to you this morning, it's high time you stop serving idols that he's setting before you life and death. Blessing and a cause. And God is commanding you, choose blessing because in choosing for blessing you have life and love life in abundance and not only that the life will affect that blessing will affect and transform the lives of your children say I hear you I said blessing is an effect and uh, what curse is an effect the one you trigger is the one that will follow you and after you the one you drink. So when you are going, you see blessing. Come on, come on, somebody do like this. Come on, do like this. Say, I will see blessing going after me. I choose for blessing today. Come on, say it. Say, I choose for blessing. I choose for life. Blessing will follow me. So the one you trigger is the one that will go before you. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. Look at what the Bible says. It said, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Do you see that? He will set you on high when you follow, when you hearken diligently and you follow him, you follow his voice and you observe his commandment and you do what he commands you to do. God said that, that he will set you above and above alone. You will be above. You will never be beneath. You will be above. That's the reason why those who serve God, sometimes people look at them, they say, oh, why is this person arrogant? Oh, why? Because the person has realized that he's above and above alone. It is when you sit above that you make decisions. It is when you sit above that you partake in what God is doing. It's when you sit above that you will be, you will be a blessing when you sit above. Not when you sit beneath. But unfortunately, many people are beneath. They are down there looking for somebody to give them a helping hand. Looking for somebody who's going to put bread on their table today to eat. Looking for a million job just to go and do. When God said, I will set you above and you shall be above alone. He said, and this blessings shall come on thee, verse 2, and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To just to hear the voice and to follow the voice of God, he said the blessings will come upon you and, do, and what? Follow 
thee. It shall come upon thee and it shall overtake my Lord. Somebody, I'm speaking to you this morning and I'm speaking to myself. May we be overtaken by the blessing of the Lord. May we be over. Can you imagine when blessing will step up alongside with you, begin to move where you are going and overtake thee to go and wait for you before you arrive? It's just like somebody setting out from Africa and going to US and then the blessing set out with you, but before you will arrive US, blessing is already waiting for day. Before you will arrive Europe, blessing is already waiting for day. Before you will arrive to Malaysia, blessing is already waiting for day. Before you will arrive to Africa, you would have left from uh, from from uh, from um, uh, US to Africa. Blessing is waiting for day. Not curse, but blessing. Is it not wonderful that God will say blessing will overshadow? It will what overtake day. May the Lord overtake you with his blessing. When blessing overtakes a man, look at what happens. It affects him and affects his children and affects his grand-grandchildren. All of them will just be blessed and blessed alone. Be of the side of blessing this morning. I said be of the side of blessing. Leave the curse alone and let blessing follow you. Let the blessing of the Lord overtake you in everything that you do. Say I hear you. Now look at the other side again. Deuteronomy, same Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. From verse 15, the Bible says, But if, but it shall come to pass, if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, if you will not respect the voice of God, if you not, if you will not hearken to hear the voice of the Lord, what he's speaking right now, you may be using somebody, but he is speaking to you. God said, if you will not hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do his commandment and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Do you see that? He said, Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. So, when you refuse to hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, when you refuse to do his commandments, when you refuse to be where you, he wants you to be, to observe his commandment, to reference his Sabbath, when you refuse to do what he has commanded you to do, he said, then, cursed shall you be. He said, cursed shall come upon you, and he shall overtake you. And an example of the curse he gave he said, you shall be a curse in the city and a curse in the field. That means everything you put your hand to do, even before you reach to the country you are migrating to, hardship has already come. Hardship is already waiting, saying, come, come, come. Frustration is already waiting, saying, come, come, come. Disappointment is already waiting, come, come, come. This is the reason why people dead 10 women and yet they are not settled. Men, women dead 10 men and they are not settled because they're only good for what? Decorating the cars and decorating the and not for marriage. Do you understand? They see people who they are better than getting married and settling down and they see people they are more educated with progressing in life and progress is very far from them. You see, as long as you've done something contrary to what God has stipulated, you will face what? The repercussion. You will face the curse. As long as you don't want to serve God with joy and gratitude, you will face the curse. You know, for the sake of time, I'm just rushing this because this is supposed to be very, very interesting. Now, what are the things that provoke God? Let me just 
tell you what the major thing that can provoke God to jealousy is what he said in the book of Exodus chapter 20 from verse 4 and 5. He says, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Do you see that? Graven image for those of you who go about getting some little little things that have been carved in the image. Look at one cause there. He said, You shall not make for yourself any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven. Don't imitate anything that is in heaven. For those of you who will carve Mary, you say this is Mary. You carve this, you say this is this star. You carve this, you say this is this. God said don't make anything like that. Anything that is of the image in heaven above or that is on earth beneath. Don't go and carve images. Those of you who carve crocodiles, sometimes those of you who carve that tattoo thing and it swells everywhere and you say that's Buddha or whatever, you say don't make those images. God says, he said, oh, you are that is in the water. Don't carve any image that is on the earth, like elephant, like snake. Don't carve those things and begin to worship them. Or don't carve anything that is, he said, beneath the seas. That means like crocodiles, like 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 serpents, like fishes. God say, don't serve those things. Verse five: Thou shalt not bow thyself down to them, nor serve them. This is not Apostle Helen wrote. This is the Bible. This is the book of Exodus, chapter chapter twenty, verse five. He said, Thou shalt not bow thyself down, nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, I am a jealous God. Visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Do you see that? God said because you are doing these things you hate him. God said because you've gone to consult these idols and you have made their images and you have brought them into your home. God said you hate him. You are making him jealous and because of that he will use your sin to visit the children unto the third and the fourth generation of them who hate me. Do you see that God consider it that you hate him when you go to make an idol for yourself? When you go to bring a strange God, these things are called strange God because God is the only God. But if you go and get any other tattoo, get get any of the, any, any of these replicas and you you put them in your in one corner of your home. Those things stare at you. They don't blink. They don't hear. They don't speak back to you. They are just a statue of a stick or whatever you have carved. And you brought them. You say, this is the God I must be worshipping. My God, this is so downgrading. How can you bring God Almighty to that level? How can you bring God to the level that you can pocket him? You can transport him, put him under your portfolio and carry him all the way from wherever you are coming from. My God, my God, it's so ridiculous that the God Almighty
sure you were blessed by the word of the Lord, which came via Apostle Helen Ruth Delcano. So we will be entering uh, another segment, which will be a business one. We'll be talking about empowering people to come out of need and lack, what we also call or refer to as poverty. <laughs> There's a way out, so we always have to look for a way out. Poverty is terrible. We must hate it with every fiber of our being.
respecting as an introduction or the fight against poverty is an age-old duel. Some have succeeded while others not. Most times when people are cast into a life of poverty by unfortunate circumstances or by virtue of our choice, our own choice, some standard templates are often used to try to salvage them out of poverty. These do not always work, however. It is time to think outside the box, and for that reason, we will be attempting to go as a talk about poverty and low income to devising a smart approach to the talk. In this program, our guests to help us look at more practical and realistic ways of getting out of poverty are today two experts. The first is in the studio and we are still expecting the second. So, first expert we have here is uh, uh, Ms. Sinkela, who is an entrepreneur and a life coach from Cliff Coaching and also an author. Please, welcome to Radio Press of Niger. Thank you, Ms. Helen. Thank you for being here. So, we will be waiting for our next guest to arrive, but however, stick tuned and uh, join us in this discussion. Remember, you can always give us a call on 027371619. Right. We begin with the first question with you, Ruth. Um, can you share with our listeners uh, what your recipe is for getting someone out of debt or poverty? In his life form. I don't know if there is one specific recipe, um, but I think the most important thing is to acknowledge where you are today, be aware of where you are today, and also really uh, think about where do you want to go. Because if you want to change one situation and go to another situation, it doesn't really matter what kind of situation, you need to make a plan. Mm -hmm. So you need to know where you are now and you need to know where you want to go. And then find out which steps to take to get you from A to B. And this is uh, what a lot of people don't do, they don't have a plan. Really? Yeah, a lot of people don't have a plan. They are not living consciously, as I call it. Okay, Ms. Ruth, I need to come in here. Uh, this is uh, intended to be a very direct, down-to-earth, honest, and straightforward discussion about this topic of poverty yes. and being in debt. Uh, now, uh, you have been dealing with uh, people over the years, uh, people who are down and trying to lift them up with your coaching uh, uh, you know, uh, sessions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'm sure that you have a set of uh, repertoire of uh, methods and principles and ideas which you use in, in, in helping people to get to the next stage of their lives. Uh, and basically what we're trying to, to, to do here is to kind of, as an opener, to, to, for you to tell us, you know, in a snappy way, some of the things that you do, given the situation people find themselves in, how you redirect them to find their feet again, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so if you can do that, you know? Right. Yeah, but that's 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 uh, that's, that's what, what is, I, yeah. yeah what I was saying. Yeah. Um, if people come to me with a problem, we have to first uh, find out what the problem is and what are the elements of that problem, right? Yeah. And I don't 
like to talk in problems. I always say challenges, challenges. because uh, okay, yeah. it's a whole different approach. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, what my work has been about for years, and and now even more is to be uh, to talk in positive uh, words because yeah. words have power. You yes. you all know that. Yeah. So the things that you say to yourself or the things that you listen to, yes. um, it influences the way you think and yes, it influences your mindset. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's why I always um, do my best. And of course it's not always 100%, but nothing is 100%. But uh, I always do my best to speak in positive words and to think in positive words. Mm -hmm. Because it gives, um, words give us instructions. And so if you uh, want to change your situation, mm -hmm. call it a challenge and don't say I have a lot of problems, yeah. but I have a lot of challenges. Because challenges, <laughs> you can do something with them. Yes. And problems, then a lot of people, they drown in their problems and they stop doing anything. They become passive. Yes. And if you are in that state, if you become passive, nothing changes. Mm -hmm. So depending on what challenges people facing, uh -huh. the approach is different okay. because people are different. Yeah, uh, that is very true. But from your vast experience, can you just mention one of the examples of, okay, uh, this kind of person, this kind of situation, and this is what I recommend, this is what I did, you know, just two <laughs> examples yeah. you know, to concretize so, okay, it. Okay, so uh, once I had a lady yeah. who uh, was really uh, saying, well, time I have, uh, the month is not finished yet and my money is finished and, uh, well, recognizable for a lot of people. Yes. And then I said, okay, you want, you know what, bring your administration to yeah. me and we're going to look at it. Yeah, okay. um, I don't do this work anymore, I have to say that, but that's what I did in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she brought her administration and then we just put everything in order and mm. we put everything in a, in a map so that we had, uh, how do you say it? Yeah, we could see what, a good overview. Yeah, a good overview. Thank yeah. you. So we had overview because she was always putting her administration in a box, and uh, you know, and it, there was not any logic, not any uh, overview, nothing. And then when we put everything neatly, and I put it in an Excel sheet in the computer, mm. I said, "But you should have." With all the things that you have to pay, the rent and telephone and everything, yes. and the income that you have, you you are saving 600 euros a month. And she was like, huh? But where is that then? Yes. But that was the start of the awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So that is an example of uh, what I did with her. Mm -hmm. And then I showed her, well, but you are um, just taking money for, and what did, yeah, like, random and what do you do with the money if you take money from the machine and it's in your portemonnaie uh, yeah. uh, it's in your bag then you're more likely to spend it mm -hmm, and then it's good it's your money but if you tell me well at the end of the month i don't have money anymore you should become aware of where do you spend your money on if you have paid all your bills that you have to pay the mm -hmm. rent and the telephone and the electricity mm -hmm. um and my calculations say you say you still should have 600 euros then that means that you are are not living consciously enough and you are just spending your 600 euros on anything yeah so then i said to her from now on for three months you can go to the pin machine and pin a maximum of 50 euros a week 
Yes, well, one month that would be 200 euros. Yes, and she can save 400. Yes, so that's what she did. And wow. then she didn't have any debt anymore after three months. Okay, fantastic. Yes. That's pretty cool and down to it. Okay, now, um, can we distinguish between um, living in poverty and uh, living in debt? Because I, I, I suppose they're not the same. Mm. Someone can be living in debt and not yet be a, be a poor person. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I need to establish this very clearly before we go forward, because we're talking about how to empower okay. those living in poverty in a smart way. Now, the reason for this whole discussion is that uh, we've been doing a lot of work and talk and counseling and what have you about poverty. And yet, we don't see people coming out of poverty the way they must be. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, there is something we're not doing quite right in the, the systems that, yes. we're being, well, that we're using. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so now we want to try and uh, uh, work around this thing in a most a smarter way. Yeah. That is the point. That is the yeah. point of the discussion. Okay. So, so now can we distinguish distinguish between live, uh, someone living in poverty and someone living in debt? Are yeah. these two different, or are they the same? And when are they the same? Hmm. Yeah. I I need to answer that now. Yeah. It's a good uh, distinguish. Uh, it's a good way to distinguish it. Um, yeah, when you are in debt, as I said with the, the, the example of the lady uh, as her, um, before, um, she was in debt, but she was not poor, right? Because she had income and she had enough money, but she was not aware. She was not aware of um, her income. Mm -hmm. And she was not aware of her spending behavior. Okay. So uh, I think, yeah, that's a person that is in debt and not in poverty. Uh, people who are in poverty are people do, who don't have the income. Okay. Not enough income, right? Yeah. So I think that's the... the, the yeah, and how to, how to increase your income it's, it's uh, again, there's not one solution that fits all. Okay. It's, you really have to look at the situation, but I really think that it starts with your mindset. Okay. Because, as I said, words have power. Yeah. And if you say to yourself, I am poor, I am poor, I am poor, and I have problems, and I don't know, uh, you know, then you're giving yourself the, uh, the wrong instructions. And those instructions won't um, help you to get out of the situation that you are in. Um, so I think there's a difference there. But that's, my, that's, that's my opinion. Eh? Yeah, okay, that's fine. Well, our second panelist just uh, walked in, uh, Mr. Nelson Matthew. Uh, he's uh, from... Uh, uh, the stick thing, Infinity Ventures, has been helping a lot of people with financial issues, uh, administration, budgeting, debt, and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, he just walked in. So uh, maybe we just warm him, warm him up with this question. Uh, uh, we're talking about how to empower people in a smart way uh, to come out of poverty. Uh, but we want to recognize two things. Um, people who live in poverty and people who are in debt. Yes. I, can this be different and also can it be the same? Okay, that's a, that's a good question. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, can it be the same? Um, we have, we have uh, people come off 
advocates for, for information, but uh, those are people who, um, who have debts but are not in poverty. So it's, okay. I think it's the, um, if you have the, have one problem, that doesn't mean you have the other, other one, one as well. Okay. You know, so it could be, it could be it's different. Same, it could be different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But you can have somebody who is in poverty, mm -hmm. who's poor, but also who has debts. Yeah. So it all depends. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that is just to set the basis for our discussion. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, Ms. Sinclair uh, also is, uh, she's a, a personal coach, a, a life coach, okay. and also is an entrepreneur, uh, also has been dealing uh, in, uh, with empowerment of people and stuff like that, having people out of situations uh, similar to what you think, about uh, on, of course, in a slightly different terrain. Okay. Okay. Nice. Now, our challenge today mm -hmm. is really to to come up with a smarter way to help people to come out of poverty. Yeah. We can honestly say that we've been dealing with these kind of issues over the years, but really, how many people have we lifted out of poverty? Mm -hmm. And so we want to look again at the, at the systems yeah. and the principles that we're applying. Maybe something needs to change, and that's what we want to challenge ourselves about. Now, the question to you, Nelson, once again is, uh, what has been uh, your experience over the years mm -hmm. eh, with the results of getting people out of debt? And have they managed to stay out of debt? Um, the people we helped now over the years, uh, they've stayed out of debt. Because what's very important is to coach them during the period that they learn to get out of debt. Yeah. And um, to, to, um, to make use of their, um, yeah, of their special talents. Because yeah. everybody has a special a talent. Yeah. So um, with that special special challenge, uh, talent, you make sure that yeah. somebody uh, um, uh, makes empowered and make sure that that problem doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. So that's very important. What we do is we coach our our clients to make sure that they don't make the same uh, the same mistakes the second time. Okay. With success, with success, so that's good. With success, yes. So you mean that you were able to uh, cancel them out of debt? Yeah, yes, that's true. Now, what, yes, yeah, sorry. My question is, so, is that they went to work or what did they do? Did um, they go to work, uh, go to school, uh, do voluntary work, just to make um, to make themselves use uh, in, the, in the social network. Because that's very important that they are um, stimulated to do something um, with the time that they have. Okay. In a positive way. Yeah, I, I think I do not doubt uh, some of the success you had, but would you say that you hundred, you've had 100% or even 90% success with all the people you have handled, uh, you know, helping them to come out of poverty? Um, I would say about, um, realistically, about 70 to 80%. 70%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is quite high. The, the, that is the case. Yeah. We have so many people who are doing the sort of job you are doing. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you have had 70% success, yeah. then it means that um, there shouldn't be poverty in some of we shouldn't have people who are living mm -hmm. in poverty or living in debt in yeah. South Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are helping mm -hmm. our people and they are successful up to 70%. You yes. are successful in them. Mm -hmm. And then there must be another person as well doing the same job, I mean, like us and she. Yeah. So then why are we still having the problem of poverty in South East? Mm -hmm. Yes? Oh, yeah. that's the question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good question. I don't know if I have the answer, but I... Uh, is it a mindset or is it just a concept or is it something? Yeah, 
Kijk, if it, uh, he says he has 70 to 80% success, but um, he cannot, I don't think he has whole Southeast as a client yet. Nee, 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 so nee, that's, nee, that's why nee, there is still, nee, not yet. Yeah, yeah. And that's why there are still people who are in that situation. No, but the fact um, that if you have a success formula, yes. with the winning formula, yes. of course, that becomes this, but, much yeah, but hot. This is, this is not the only no. person that yeah. is doing this. No, but maybe, but maybe uh, his formula, yeah. uh, others don't work according yeah. to that formula, maybe. You know, and that's the thing uh, that we here in the Western world, we are here in the Netherlands, yeah. um, we don't work together uh, enough. So people, what I support is that people um, learn from each other and say, hey, but his method is working, why won't I go for a week and work with him and see how he does it? Yes. And then I implement it in my company so yes. that I can have the same success rate. Exactly. But, but what hap what's happening in this world today is that there's a lot of ego. If you're talking about mindset, that people say, oh yeah, but um, even if his method is successful, I think I can do better. And they don't learn, we don't learn from each other. And this is what I'm talking about in my first book, yes. is that get rid of the ego and go and find people who you can work together with because everybody has their special talents. Yeah. And if he's good at something and I'm good at the other thing, we can uh, make each other stronger and team yeah. up. Yes. And this is what does not happen. This is It doesn't happen on an individual level no. that people don't seek help because a lot of people are also ashamed of the situation. They don't seek help. They try to do it alone and then they fail and then they give up. Okay, yeah. that means yeah. uh, you, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Of yeah. course, I do not underestimate at all what Nelson is doing, what you're doing. Great, great yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, but I want us to think on a, a more global level. Uh, we have a fight with poverty. Mm -hmm. That is not an easy one. Yeah. If it's a, it's a fight that has been easy to win, I'm sure we'd have but reduced, maybe, it, reduced it to the best minimum. Yeah. Yeah, yes, that is. Maybe you should stop fighting. Okay, whatever it is. But, <laughs> but, but I, want, I, want, I want us, at the end of this discussion, to really come up with, you know, come, sort of come out of the box, come out of the box, come yes. to something mm -hmm. a bit more maybe practical, which can, you know, we can begin to look, look at or to, you know, uh, to implement, so to speak. Okay, now the next question is for Ruth, so uh, we think let her help. Okay, Ruth, what has been uh, the result of your experience uh, in life coaching people to successfully become independent over the years? What has been my experience? My experience is, you called, you said the word, uh, the word already, mindset. And um, mindset is, for me, the most, one of the most important things if you want to start a change. And sometimes, if, even if the change is this small, if you don't set your mind to it, or uh, it depends on how you look at your challenge, not to say a problem, yeah. I don't like the word yeah. problem. Yeah. Uh, so your mindset is very important. Yeah. So over the years, what I did in my life coaching with people is um, showing them other ways to look at, at situations. Yeah, because we people tend to have a very narrow uh, look at our at our challenges. Yes. You know, and we lose ourselves in them. And if you, uh, if I coach someone, I give them other perspectives, and from the other perspectives, they can uh, look at their challenges.
just have problems from a different angle and find different solutions. Because I believe that everybody has their solution in them. I'm not uh, giving them a solution. What I do as a coach is I um, give you perspectives, I ask you questions so that you find your solution in you because you are Helen and he's who he is and he's who he is and I am we are not the same, we are equal, but we are not the same people. Yeah. So everybody needs their own approach. But I think it's really, not I think, I know it starts with your mindset. The way you look at things. And if you are a person that always thinks negatively about whatever, if you always see your glass half empty, and um, it will have a result on your life. Mm-hmm. And not a positive one. Yes. So change your mindset and change your the way you view things. And that's what I said. Maybe we should not fight poverty. Yeah. Maybe we should embrace it and give it love. So because love grows things <laughs> in a good, in a positive way. No, I'm, I'm really, because fighting gives resistance. No, no, no. We want to look at a more pragmatic way of you know. You know, but it all starts with philosophy. Yeah. It it starts with how, how you so, so how do you think how you we have feed. to love poverty because how do you think we can embrace it and love it? Yeah, that you okay. embrace it and love it doesn't yeah. mean that you think it's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it means you approach it from a different energy. And then because from from resistance
said that person is okay. I'm talking about the system we're using because the person can you go you channel the person through a series of steps or procedures. Yeah. Okay. Now are you saying that the steps and the procedures you have been using mm-hmm. up until now? Yeah. It's smooth. 100%, no problems, nowhere, no hitches, nowhere. You think that 100%, delivers 100%, 100%, 100%. Our system has no shortcomings. No, no shortcomings, but the mindset is important. Yeah. That's it. We have a lot of um, opportunities and possibilities in the world, mm-hmm. but you have to grab that. If you don't grab those possibilities and those opportunities, um, you, you can't, you can't no, be helped. Then, how come, we're just talking about Greece, how come yeah. Greece is in this mess? I mean, Greece is a, is a, a EU, EU member. Yeah. I mean, you, you, she said maybe the, those at the top make those, mistakes and those down the ladder are paying for it. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they apply principles which are working well and let it help everybody? Because and now, I'm sure they have experts like yes, you. So are we saying that people of Greece then uh, are not, well, not really, mindset. yes, no, their mindset or something is really imperfect, we have a system but there must be, it's not 100%. The thing is the people from Greece, they have, might have a right mindset but if you don't have enough influence, yeah, and this is why, but it will happen in Greece, I am sure of it because uh, I've been to Greece several times, so several areas, people in Greece know how to work together. Yeah, they stick together like one um, uh, country, like yeah, one people, yeah. and, and then the power of the people will always prevail. It will take time maybe, but uh-huh. they will. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to uh, um, comment. Yeah, comment on what he said about the mindset, and if people don't are not open for help, because mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it back to South O's for a moment. Yes. Uh, as you know, um, I had a, a, my previous company where a lot of people came to me for help. Yeah. But there are people who come for help and they are willing, they are open, they are willing to do the work themselves because yeah. you're in that situation. Yes. I don't need to do the work. Yes. But there are also a lot of people who come to you, to me, to him, to the coaches with their problems mm-hmm. and they are not willing to do the work. They come to find solutions and they are not willing to do the work to change. But we, as coaches, cannot change your situation. Yes. You have to change your situation. Well, we, we can only help and give yes. advice. Yes. So if we talk about systems, you yes. can have a system that on paper works 100%, but if the person is not willing to work, to do the work, mm. to really sweat and blood and tears, because if you want to change whatever situation you are in, If you are overweight and you want to lose weight, I was there. I have to do the work. I have to go to the gym. I have to sweat. I cannot say to my coach at the gym, well, you lift the uh, the weights for me. No, 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 no. I have to do it. So that is an important thing. If you want change, you have to do the work. You cannot rely on your coach to do everything for you. And this is what a lot of people have. They want to get out of poverty, but they are not willing to do the work because it's hard. It is hard. It is hard to get from one situation to another, but you have to do the work. And this is why it doesn't work with a lot of people because they don't want to do the work. And I am being maybe harsh, but I am no, not but harsh. But that is just one, one of the things. I, I mean, one of the elements. This is, this is a very what are, huge... What about those who are 
doing what they could and still they are not um, uh, meeting up with uh, and those are people who maybe but those are people who want to do the work but they don't know the right way maybe influence another factor now so their mindsets are very correct but they have no influence not yet. Or they don't have the possibility of oppor- opportunity. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 What happens then? Then you go and find the people who can. You have to work together. Yeah, you have to collaborate. You have to find the people. You have to collaborate. Nobody is believing in them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Nobody's believing in them. Nobody's mm-hmm. giving them the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Somebody has to give yeah, them the, the, the opportunity. That's what I'm talking about. And you know. can go in. Yeah. Yes. You see, somebody well, I, I, what I, I think everybody. Uh, there is always somebody for something, you know, because I have a broad network. If I can't make something uh, happen, somebody in my network can do that for me. You know, it's very important to have um, to have the right network and uh, be in contact with the right people. But if you don't have that, then you'll always be, you'll be walking against a closed door. But you always have somebody who can open a door for you. I've always seen it in, uh, in in the time that I've been doing, um, going to school um, with my friends, with my work, everything. If I have people to support me, yeah, yeah do well. If, if anything is possible, you know. But that's very important. But you have to be very active as well. Yeah. You can't be passive. You have to be active. Yes. You have to look for your opportunities. Mm-hmm. You have to go for for your goals. Yeah. And you can't you can't expect that people will be coming to you. Yes. Okay. Yes. What can I do for you? Yes. you know, go to people. Mm-hmm. How can you help me? Because I want to do this, this, and this. Yeah. Can you help me? Yeah. Can you help me? Meet somebody in your network who can help me. Yes. Yeah. And this is a this a very very important thing. Networking. Yes. And this is what a lot of people is have caused, or they lack a little, not a little. Some, some. No, you know what? I, I, you have I, to network, I, and not only, sorry, yes. Larry, not only in your own small community, yeah. but look further, mm-hmm. because. If you don't find people in your community, yes. go and go, you were talking about out of the box in this, yes, this yes, yes, yes. go further and connect with people who are not like you mm. because they have other skills that you might be able to use yes. in order to reach your goals yes. and get into action. I've, I've said it before, action changes things, nothing yeah. else. Okay, I agree. No, but we're making the problem much more simple than it is, and maybe putting it only on one aspect of it. But I need us to look at it more globally, in a sense that we're talking about a system we have put in place right, to get people lifted out of need, out of poverty, to another level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you, are we you, saying you spoke about Greece? You spoke yes, about Greece. Yes. Right? Well, yes. Um, well, I think Greece, Greece, look, um, no, the, sorry, the well, system, let me, the system, let me, system let me, what is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, the system is there, and we believe and we trust the system that it works. Mm. But we know that when we put in something, we don't always get 100% output. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see? That's true. We don't get 100% output. Mm-hmm. So, there must be issues along the line. Some of it you, you said has to do with maybe the people, their willingness to really cooperate and everything go well. Mm-hmm. But still, it's not an efficient system. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the thing is, why are we talking about the huge systems when it's easier yeah. and better to start locally first and make a strong local community get the problems out of the local community, then they can inspire other local communities. Because if you have a hundred local communities where everything goes well, 
And you have a large group of people where everything goes well. We cannot solve the big risk issues right here, right now. No. We are not for that. No. We are people who can solve local issues because then you, uh, I believe in the oil stain effect, right? If I inspire him and then he inspires another person and that person inspires another person, yeah. then in a year the whole world is inspired. Yes. You cannot, you don't ha always have to think globally because it's too much mm -hmm. and then people give up. Yeah. And then they don't even they start. start. With individuals. Yes. Start, start with your neighbors. Group of people. Start with your neighbors. Why, with, why is, uh, immediately get me? No, no, it doesn't have to be. We're talking about, yeah, but. That's mine. <laughs> you know anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to this program. Uh, the topic is how to empower those in poverty in a smart way. We're trying to think out of the box to think of uh, perhaps uh, unconventional or unorthodox ways of achieving results of, of you know, making more people more, maybe not, if not millionaires, at least thousand years. And, you know, <laughs> we want to get people, you know, stronger and uh, more empowered. Uh, you know, and perhaps more uh, unconventional or non-traditional ways. So, if you have your, if you have an input or a question, uh, you can please call us zero two zero seven three seven one six one nine and share your thoughts with us and see if you have any contribution to make. Okay. Now, so uh, yeah, who was talking? So we're talking about um, any shortcomings in the in the present system. And you are saying that we shouldn't uh, try to look at it in such a big way, but see how. See how to empower people on a, a small scale and a, a local level. Basically, that is it. But again, yeah. which are the steps and the principles that we're using? The systems we're talking about. Whether you apply the system on a local level or on a bigger level, it's talking about. We're talking about system, which should give us, let's say, at least 100 percent out. Yes. Uh, if you put 10 people through that system, system. you have a poverty issues. Maybe different backgrounds or what have you. I think you expect that the system within the system should be able to correct, according, adjust to everybody's situation and need. At the end of the day, the outputs, those who came out of that system, oh, everybody successful because the system worked. If the system doesn't work because it doesn't meet everybody's needs as they go along the system, then. Their talents 
And then you work together. That's the Ubuntu spirit I'm talking about from mm. Nelson, Mr. Nelson Mandela from South Africa. Yes. Yeah? And this is what the world lacks. We don't work together anymore. We are too much, too many individuals. So to somebody who is listening to us, yeah. uh, who wants to uh, come out of poverty yeah. and is... I want to know the smart way. Yeah. So what you are saying is, what you are saying to them is that um, lack of working together mm-hmm. is part of the reason why she is in poverty. No, that, that it can be, but I, I don't know the person, so I cannot. But you know the thing is, well, from first, your experience, first, of course, you can always go back. Yeah, be aware of your of your situation and stop and start talking about it because there's a lot of shame in poverty. I don't know why. We don't have to be ashamed if we have less money, because it doesn't make you a lesser person. I know people who don't have a, a high income that do more for their community than people who have a high income. It doesn't make you a lesser person if you are in poverty. Yeah. So don't let your financial status influence the way you think and feel about yourself. It starts there because if you feel, if you think low of yourself, mm-hmm. then others will also think, think low of you. Of you. Yes. And then, because you are saying that, yeah, but the people have to offer you opportunities. If you are not visible because you are feeling low and you are uh, staying at home and being ashamed of yourself, how yes. can anyone give you an opportunity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're not visible. Yeah. They don't know where you are. Yeah. So this is why I support this program yes. to talk about poverty because it's nothing to be ashamed about. Okay. And I think it starts there. Yeah, okay. But Ruth, you know what? I, I'm still missing something. I hope, That's why I, I, I keep getting back. Look, are we, are, are we, are you, um, what shall I, how shall I say? Mm-hmm. I feel you're not being very critical of your methods of working. And at the same, of course, I'm not being very critical. Yeah, because you're contented with the way things work and and you believe that you cannot get any better. No, no, no. I want to hear, what are the shortcomings? What do you think can get better with the way you think things work? With your company or with the way things work in Amsterdam or in the Netherlands? That is an an assumption, what you're making now, that I'm not critical about how the situation is working. No, no, no. But I, I just want to put emphasis on the fact that it all starts with you. And people tend to look outside themselves and look at the government has to help me, the government has to change the system. Don't think about that because those people are not busy with you as a person. You have to be busy with you as a person. And this is what I'm saying. You have to change you. You cannot change how they think in Den Haag about they are not busy with the people who are poor in Southeast. They don't care. And you have to be aware of that. The government does not care, they say, but they don't. Because their actions are not showing (laughs) that they care about people here in Groningen. They don't care. I understand that. You have to So the question is... No, my answer is, Uh it starts with you. You cannot put put your life in the hands of someone else. No, 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 no. The question is, how then do we empower that person who is here, who comes to us? And this is what Nelson and I have been saying. Yeah, but if you say... Yeah. No, no, mindset it, it, is the way you think about yourself and the way you think about yes, your situation. It's simple. 
And now you see that things are starting to change. And that is the power of the people. So if you want whatever system to change, you have to unite and work together. And that's what I have been talking about. It's not going to happen overnight. And it's not going to happen just like that. But people are too much in their ego and in their, yeah, but I, 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 and they don't think about we. Okay. And this is why there is still poverty in the world and in Southeast and in the Netherlands. But that's my opinion. That's your opinion. <laughs> okay. Now, now let's you, you want to talk? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree with her. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, we have the same, the same mindset. <laughs> Say that word. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's very important to work together. Yeah. And because uh, you're asking, how can people come out of the, 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 the uh, out of poverty or out of certain situation? Yeah. I would tell the people contact us, call in. Seek us, we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can always come to us for advice, come to us for, for help, for coaching. Um, you have to have the right person to help your way. Because yeah. I, I don't think nothing is impossible. There is always possibilities, but you have to seek your possibilities. Mm-hmm. And you have to be open for your possibilities. Yeah. If you are not open, you will stay closed. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, so, so let's go to glass. No, one before that. Uh, okay, so um, I'll take whatever you said. Uh, although I'm not totally, I don't totally agree with everything. <laughs> the, the part of working together is good. Uh, part of changing the mindset is good. Uh, yeah, but I think that is not all. Uh, now, so so giving us. Some of the many shortcomings that uh, maybe is that in this in the present system mm-hmm. uh, of coming out of poverty or reducing uh, poverty, uh, what would you recommend as change mm-hmm. or improvement? You know, to, to getting more people out of you know the poverty situation. Yes. In other words, mm-hmm. can you recommend maybe a smarter? way of getting this and apart from we've already laid the emphasis on the people mm-hmm. starting with the people getting them to be motivated mm-hmm. that's one that's granted okay yeah uh-huh. how do we get more results <laughs> more results out of, out of the situation yeah oh, from, um, well I think if you want to if you want to uh, make a change in your life um, you have to really first be open to change what he says, what Nelson said, you have to be open, you have to be willing. So when people are open and aware, and then they have to be willing, and then you have to look at what can I do and what can't I do, because uh, what are my talents, yeah, what can I do myself, and if, uh, what can't I do, where can I get help, yeah, that's what we talked about. And then you have to start doing, and then you have to keep it up. Because a lot of people think like, oh, if I do it one month and then, uh, yeah, and then it's, it's done. No, it's a lifetime achievement. You have to stay busy all of the time. And, um, yeah, if you talk about the bigger system and you want opportunities and chances, you can create your own opportunities and your chances, but you also have to be aware that um, some, how do you say it, basic things are important. We live in the Netherlands learn the language, learn how the system works, 
Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that piece. Um, and uh, let, us just, let us leave you with that, you know, those words and also with this music. We want to thank you so much for being on the show with us. And we trust that we, are, we were a blessing. Take care of yourself until we come your way again next week. Apostle Helen wants to say bye-bye to you. We look forward to being with you again next week. And we say a big bye to you. business yes your social events weddings birthday parties baby ceremonies graduation anniversaries engagements all your events can be promoted right here on voice of ninja yes you heard me right don't know about you because you're not promoting your business yeah we can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals seminars special events conferences church services your sunday services your social events weddings birthday parties baby ceremonies graduation anniversaries engagements call us today right now at 06 846-06-550. That's 06-846-06-550. Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise.
Dear loved ones, when the fearsome news of the corona pandemic broke, public health professionals promptly prescribed three-course safety measures to protect each of us against the virus. These are wearing of protective masks, keeping a social distance of 1.5 meters in our households where possible, at church, the market, in shops, or other public spaces, washing our hands regularly with soap or sanitizing our hands with disinfectant gel. It is also advised we stay at home when convenient, get tested free of charge with or without symptoms, and preferably self-isolate when needed. We are no longer in normal times. The things we are used to, the large in-person congregations, the funerals, the parties and the likes have now become super spreaders of the deadly virus. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Coronavirus is real and highly contagious. The interest of the community and society at large will be best served if we all observe the basic safety protocols and refrain from the large gatherings until it becomes safe again. For